African startups have raised $2.2 billion in the first four months of 2022. Botswana's economy advances and Kenya takes center stage in this episode. From the finance bill to wheat importation options, a scarcity begins to bite. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adon. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Adon. The Finance Bill 2022 in Kenya was released earlier than usual to facilitate its passing before the National Assembly that takes a break to prepare for the general elections that are scheduled for August 2022. The bill has proposed clarifications and measures on the taxation of digital services, introduced new procedures for refund of tax overpayments and changes to the transfer pricing provisions, among others. Chachilogutu, economist with IC Asset Managers, breaks down the implications of the Finance Bill if past is is. On the finance bill, the cabinet secretary glossed over some of the tax proposals that had been contained. And as per previous financial years, it, it touched on income tax proposals, uh, value added tax proposals and, uh, excess duty proposals. And of significant was, uh, the proposals around excess, excess duty. Uh, remember that right now we are in Kenya, rather, there's a fuel crisis whereby people have not been able to find fuel across the major, uh, oil outlets. And that is because of, um, subsidy that was there. Uh, it was mismanaged to the extent that even there's some inefficiencies and that has led to shortage of fuel in the country and fuel crisis. So most of the, most of the people's expectations was that there could be some, um, proposals around a reduction in the taxes, uh, in fuel products, uh, petroleum, diesel, kerosene, at least to ensure there's a reduction in the fuel pump prices, uh, at least, uh, to reduce the issues that is playing out currently. But that didn't materialize. Uh, what we heard from the cabinet secretary was to the effect that there could be some products within the accessible goods regime. Uh, a number, uh, what happens in the, in Kenya is that a number of goods are taxed, uh, at a specific rate. For instance, uh, uh, fees, uh, when you apply for loans, it has a specific rate that is pegged to that is around 10, 20 percent of uh, the the fees uh, when you apply for a loan, but now there are other goods which are given specific rates, uh, and that's where issues such as fuel um, pump prices they fall into. So the discussions was that some of the accessible goods which are subject to specific rate of tax rather than a percentage of uh, amount of the good or the service that is payable. So this specific rate of goods of tax goods, uh, a number of them, it was proposed that that will increase by 10%. We still don't have visibility yet as to which goods will be increased by that specific rate. But uh, what this cabinet secretary pronounces is that what will be excluded are now the fuel pump prices. I mean, nothing could be as vague as that. So that was uh, a bit of some, uh, it, it was quite disappointing that even the cabinet secretary would have just omitted saying it 
rather than giving such a vague statement. So right now, I think uh, once the finance bill uh, is scheduled to be tabled in parliament uh, on Wednesday, we could expect uh, some pushback uh, from some of the proposals that will be contained in the wider finance bill. A number of them were not uh, touched with the cabinet by the cabinet secretary during last week's presentation. But as per the norm, I expect some pushback uh, from the public uh, who participate in this whole legislative process and may come with their own proposals, at least to ensure that um, the public is uh, more or less cushioned from the rising uh, commodity prices in the country. Now, a quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. Startups in Africa have already raised $2.25 billion in the first four months of the year. This is two and a half times more the amount that has been raised by the end of April in 2021 and five times what was raised in 2020 and eight times what was raised in 2019. It's also already more than half of the total amount that was raised in 2021. That is about $4.4 billion. The $2 billion milestone was reached in 17 weeks, almost twice as fast as in 2021 that was reached at 30 weeks. Fintech continues to lead with 32% of the amount raised so far in 2022. If the ecosystem can maintain the momentum and keep raising more than half a billion dollars a month on average throughout the year, it's on track to raise almost $7 billion in 2022. The economy of Botswana advanced by 5.6% year-on-year in the fourth quarter of 2021, decelerating from an 8.4% rise in the previous three-month period. Slower growth was primarily observed in mining and querying, wholesale and retail, accommodation and food services, real estate activities, and professional, scientific, and technical activities. On a quarterly basis, the GDP shrunk 2.8% after a 3.4% increase in the previous quarter. Considering 2021 as a whole, the economy grew 11.4%, recovering significantly from an 8.7% contraction in the previous year. Kenya is seeking to import wheat from India and Serbia to cushion consumers against the high cost of wheat flour to avert the looming shortage. Kenya ordinarily imports over 60% of its supply from Russia and Ukraine combined. Now, stakeholders have been engaging the government of Kenya to look at the possibility of importing Indian wheat. But there is a ban that was issued by the Kenya Plant Health Inspectorate Services on the importation of wheat from India due to fungus Tilatia indica, or canal bunt, named after a town of canal in India, where it was first identified. But currently, Nigeria, South Africa, Oman, Egypt and Israel have approached India to supply wheat to meet their demand. Tanzania and Uganda have also been allowed to purchase wheat from India. Staying in Kenya, traders in landlocked East African countries are slowing down the use of the Mombasa port as the August elections in Kenya approach. In the last one month, Dar es Salaam port has seen a spike on imports and exports, leading to a congestion at the port. Traders in the region are using Dar es Salaam more as Kenyan campaigns in Kenya heat up ahead of the elections. During the 2007-2008 post-election violence, cargo transport subsector lost about 5.3 billion Kenya shillings monthly, according to the Kenya Transport Association, mainly from hijacking and looting of trucks by criminal gangs. The latest Kenya Ports Authority data indicates volumes at Mombasa have slightly reduced 
by about 3%. This is, however, also attributable to reduced international trade occasioned by the recent lockdown in China, which introduced measures in its two biggest cities, Beijing and Shanghai, to tame COVID-19 resurgence. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of The Cave Financial. And if you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit our website, that is thecavefinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at The Cave Financial. And you can find me at The Dawn.